Hello everybody, welcome to The Truth Hurts, another episode. Today we're going to be talking about healthy skepticism. So uh, I like to think that as a person, I have this line of thinking, which is skeptical of everything that comes my way, yet open to every and any possibility. And I think it's a very unique way of thinking because uh, I'm not easily, uh, and people that think like this are not easily persuaded or convinced of anything just because somebody says it or stated they're very skeptical and has to be confirmed with some good hard facts or strong arguments or points yet they're not so close-minded or stuck to any ideology or preconceived notion that they can't accept something that may be startling daunting uh and, and truthful because they're not comfortable with it because they can't uh, it goes against what they believe. So very interesting, interesting way to think. I think um, in today's times, more people slowly are starting to develop that mindset because, you know, obviously information and connectivity, globalism, all these things have made the, the type of information that everybody has access to a little bit more broad. And I think it's caused people, whether people think this is good or bad, to question things, right? Because now there's so many conflicting things. Like you might have learned one set of history and now in today's times, you could have, by the time you're 20, 30 something years old, if you were inquisitive and curious and you looked in some esoteric places and some regular places, you might've found some hard evidence against some of the things you were told. So I'm gonna give an example of this uh, in my own personal life and I think it shows how, um, you know, you can have this healthy skepticism, but still be open to an idea. So maybe four years ago, a good friend of mine who, uh, you know, guy eats right, pretty smart guy, not super, 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 super well read, but will read anything once it, uh, once the topic comes up and, and, and get knowledge on it. So I, I think this was around you know, maybe 2014. And, you know, I think that a lot of talk was the flat earth, flat earth thing was, was kind of coming up. And I, you know, you saw those things. It didn't really mean anything to me at the time. So somebody had mentioned something about space and that space, uh, that we haven't really been to space or something like that. And we were watching something and it was somebody referring to something like that, that have humans really been to space? And uh, is a lot of that blown out of proportion so my friend said what do i think do i do i believe in aliens so i said i said i don't know i said you know as, as big as the universe is all you know so many different solar systems and and, and and they say it could be billions of galaxies all these type of things so i'm like all right if you think about that the just the sheer magnitude obviously with all these explosions and bangs and formations and you know, collusions, different things that's happening in space, it's very possible that there is life on another planet. Do I think that it's intelligent life the way we are? I don't know. It could be. I don't really think so in my heart, but I know that anything's possible, so there could be life, but do I think that there's life like humans? Probably not. It's probably different forms of life suitable to those planets. So with that, he brought up, uh, I forget, I don't know if it was uh, some sort of famous person. And basically, they said, you know, space is, is uh, the, the photos are doctored. So my friend basically communicated to me, he says, I don't know. I don't know if I believe in this stuff either because 
none of the space pictures are real. This was the that was the statement that started what I'm about to explain. So he just said none of the pictures are real. So now I remember seeing space photos and things and I like I said when you don't have that curiosity to go a little bit deeper than what you're being presented with, we won't probably question these things. So I remember seeing space photos uh, as a kid and, and getting older and I was like, all right. So now we have a conversation later on, like most things, I always investigate and I do my own research and I come up with my own conclusions. So I started to look for space pictures and I'm looking at space pictures and lo and behold, at least in my first set of uh, research, they all were doctored. They were, uh, cause you know, space doesn't look, and NASA and all these people admit it. They put coloring and, 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 uh, lighting to, to, to emphasize certain things and different things like that. So it, you can have a clear picture of what each thing is. So as I'm looking, I'm looking, I, I did fairly extensive research. I couldn't really find anything that passed my smell test of that's a real picture taken from outer space. So long story short, that was like, wow. All right. It seems like if we're going to the moon and we have 1500 satellites outside the earth, and why do these pictures look so bad and i looked at the iss i started looking i said don't we have this iss sitting up there and i looked at it now mind you one side note here i work in film <laughs> not an actor i mean i do act i do a little acting model and stuff like that but it's really just stuff i enjoy doing and make a little money here and there i'm not a serious serious actor but i've worked in film i've worked in movies i've worked on television shows, I've seen productions, I know productions, I know the setup, I know about CGI, I know about uh, a lot of different things um, that happen in terms of setting a production up and how things can look to the viewer. So a lot of what I was looking at, it looked like CGI to me. It looked like uh, some sort of photo. She didn't look real. And I was like, wow, this is odd. So I kept going. So I said, wait a second, things have left this planet. <laughs> right and 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 i said things have left the planet before there has to be at least one video of something actually exiting the atmosphere so i go on that uh mission and as i'm looking and i'm looking i can't i find helium balloons that people used uh and they pop at a certain level but they get to the top they get pretty high in, in our atmosphere and you can see you can kind of see the top of the atmosphere over the clouds and everything and doesn't look that round as well that's another thing but you know it, you, you see eh, i can't even say you see curvature i would say if anybody just take a look at uh helium balloons uh that have cameras on them and some of the some of the, the views that they've uh gotten from that level and you you know you judge for yourself what you think about those photos but if you think the, you know, if you think the the horizon looks uh, curved or not, if it looks like what you when you look at NASA, it looks, looks like a very prominent curvature every time they show the Earth. So I couldn't find it. I'm looking. I'm looking. They had that. They had uh, fighter jets, different things going really high, but they never had anything leaving. So now I found a couple things that said this is something leaving, and then when I looked at it. It was the best I've, I saw was like, they'll show something and then it cuts and then poof, they're in space. You never kind of see what you would expect, which would be some sort of flash, some sort of disruption, some sort of, some sort of, some sort of 
something when it goes through those atmospheres. Even if the camera went dead or, or, or shook, something as it proceeded to exit what I think a lot of people think we can't get out of. And I think that's the premise of that argument that we probably can't just poof out of this atmosphere. There's probably a lot of real volatile things that probably happen in at that level when you try to exit, uh, especially as a human being. So I couldn't really see that. So I was like, wow, you know, we allegedly went to the moon 50 years ago. We send rovers 33 mi- million miles to, to Mars and, and probes to Mars. These things come out of the atmosphere. They travel in space. They penetrate different planets. unravel themselves and start taking pictures and rove and I'm like all right if we can do this then somebody would have probably been able to have a better proof that we've been there so the pictures looked fake I never really bought the moon landing that's kind of an insane thing but it just kind of connected all of those things to where I was like and mind you before this I had no interest or no opinion asked me i'd have said the earth is round i'd have said we uh you know uh the space travel is 100 percent real i I never questioned it because there was no need to question it but when he said this like i said i didn't now mind you i also read a lot of uh information but like i you know it, it was pretty much two types one is people that buy it and one people that don't so i couldn't get much moderate uh feedback on this issue but i was able to 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 just look for it myself so once again healthy skepticism says i don't know i don't believe anything but i'll see and my logic tells me that if you can do these other things if you can go to the moon 50 years ago you could somehow take a picture you know of of the earth that looks uh, better than the pictures that i've seen you'd be somehow be able to have some video of you know us exiting and just leaving the earth and then I just started to go on. I was like, damn, if the earth is suspended in space, why can they go, when they never get far, can they like go down and, and look up at the earth? Why does it always look like they're looking down, right? Even if you go far enough and you start to ascend downward, or descend rather, you're going to, uh, uh, the earth will start to look smaller. And then if you descend down in space, it should uh, rise. Um... I, you know, the moon landing is, like I said, insane thing, you know, rocket technology, as good as it is, it's just not, it's just not 100% reliable, and um, to think that these people got to the moon, right, 1967, and mind you, all of the times that, that it took for them to try to successfully take off from the, from planet Earth, the place where we have information and knowledge and uh, familiarity with it, it took us all these times. But the first time coming back, it just poof, they just poof right off the moon and back into the atmosphere. Nobody's hurt. It just seems like sci-fi. It doesn't seem logical. It doesn't seem real. Uh, so then you keep looking and you find that there's photos that people have spotted on planet Earth that match exactly to Mars photos. And the further you go in this, the the wilder it gets and the more insane the whole thing is. And then you'll start to look at these NASA things like these things are just like, they look like my productions that I've worked on. Stage productions. They don't look real. And 
these things that like just a couple of months ago allegedly there's a uh, I think it was a probe they sent to Mars and uh, six months I think it was traveling and it took a, a, a you know a path that it had to take to so about 300 million miles so I don't know how they do this but they 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 send something 300 million miles it gets to Mars it descends onto Mars and what they call seven minutes of terror which I just found to be you know interesting you know I just found like just more hype 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 hyper stuff goes into Mars it unravels takes a camera out and starts taking pictures and you know and then they now all of a sudden you're looking at Mars so the whole thing is wild but the point as we wrap this up is and I first anybody who hears this I challenge you <laughs> to just uh send uh find rather anything exiting this atmosphere any even remotely clear or, or reliable footage of anything ever leaving the atmosphere because I think that's something as I went on my little journey and I never had interest in this before I could not find anything ever leaving this atmosphere and I couldn't find a real picture from space of anything everything was doctored photoshopped or just complete bullshit complete CGI madness and it was just like so obvious it was just almost sickening so if anybody sees this then let me know send a link do something but the point of today's conversation the truth hurts is let's have healthy skepticism but not be closed-minded so uh, my opinion is best to be skeptical of everything that comes your way but open-minded to any possibility because a lot of times truth won't come packaged the way you think it is and uh, you'll miss out on potential enlightening and you know groundbreaking developments in your understanding of your experience in the universe you're living in um and something you could have probably used going forward that's it truth hurts everybody thanks for listening to the podcast uh we really appreciate it here i just want to set an email address for you guys in case you want to get in contact with any comments suggestions feedback positive or negative anything that's not gross or disrespectful is more than welcomed here at the podcast because we just want to push progress and think forward that email address is tthblkpodcast at gmail.com once again tthblkpodcast at gmail.com once again that's t-t-h-b-l-k podcast at gmail.com basically it's the truth hurts but lies kills uh podcast and it's just abbreviated so the whole title of the podcast is abbreviated uh put into six different letters followed by the word podcast as one long word right t-t-h-b-l-k podcast at gmail.com please get in contact don't hesitate anything you can think of suggestions other podcasts anything that you feel is relevant trust me we will look at it we will engage and uh, we will push the agenda forward thanks a lot guys